From DS Media Studios in Tema, Ghana, this is Two Peswas. Two Peswas is a weekly podcast where we cover a range of topics, from buzzing media headlines to music to highlights from the week. Each episode is co-hosted by myself, Peaches, and Eddie. Hi guys, happy new year. Happy new year. And welcome to episode 32. Yeah. We're trying to do like a sort of festive like but new year's look. I don't know why <laughs> we both associating new year's with black, black is crazy. <laughs> whatever. We did a little eyes, little built eyeliner for y'all so. <laughs> All right, we hope everyone had a wonderful and safe and, you know, just fulfilling, I guess, New Year as well. Yeah. And the whole holiday season has been great so far. Mm. It's about coming to an end. Whoever thought year of return would actually I know. come and go is yeah. over. Let's, let's, it's time <laughs> yeah, to it's get over. back to the reality of things. So anyway. Yeah. All right, so I guess we'll yeah, just jump yeah. right in. So, All right. Right into the news. So I was on the internet for some uh, newsworthy items, and I stumbled upon a so-called uh, miracle food tree against hunger. Another uh, one. Wonder, <laughs> wonder crop. So I decided to look into it. And uh, this food or this crop is called NSET. And the domesticated strain of NSAID is uh, native to the Ethiopian highlands. Mm -hmm. Now, NSAID provides food for about approximately 20 million Ethiopians, but the wild strain also grows in eastern and southern Africa. Now, NSAID looks like a banana plant, is harvested like a root vegetable, and um, tastes like flatbread. Mm. It has an orange fruit uh, that that cannot be eaten. It has black seeds inside, but it's, it's not edible, unlike banana. Um, what makes NSAID so um, attractive is that it can be planted anytime and it can be harvested at any time of I the see. year. So that's pretty, pretty good. And it's drought resilient and uh, resistant. Now, what makes, what, what makes NSAID also really amazing is that it can be used for several things. It can be used for furniture, it can be used oh, for wow. ropes, it can be used for plates. But most commonly, it's used for a type of food called kocho. Now, the challenge for researchers is that uh, they're trying to figure out how they can grow the, the plant elsewhere. Because, like I said, it's, it's particular to the Ethiopian highlands and grows only there. Oh, I see. So people are trying to figure out how they can grow it elsewhere mm-hmm. to sort of feed the world, isn't it? <clears throat> now, interestingly, it's, uh, in the 70s or the, or the 80s, many farmers survived the famine because they grew NSAID. So I that see. was something that, yeah, that's something that, that, that helped them. And obviously, there's a lot of work to do with regard to NSAID, with regard to how they can expand the growth and all that. And, but the FAO reports that it provides um, more amount of foodstuffs per unit area than most cereals. So that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So all in all, it's a pretty good thing, right? Yes. Uh, the one thing I do worry about once I finish reading this was that was how these like so all the cereals and grains tend to be hyped as superfoods. Mm-hmm. So you've got we had avo- quinoa. Yeah, yeah. you've got avocado. Even baobab these days, yeah. they're saying it's a superfood. You know, fruit, it's, super food. it's insane. Your ginger, your green tea. She said your coconut quinoa. oil oh, came was a thing. People were putting insane. in tea. It's insane. <laughs> and the thing is, 
I mean, human beings have been consuming these things for years. But once the Western world or America discovers it, they hype it. It's a marketing hype. Brand, and, rebranding. Exactly, into superfoods. And I don't, like, I'm not against people trying new things. But then once you take it and then you hype it so much, it just becomes unnecessary. Um, I mean, I remember many, many years back, I love avocados. Peaches doesn't. She hates avocados. And we were Yuck. eating avocados way before it even became a thing. It wasn't anything special. You knew it was healthy. You put it on your bread. You ate it. And it was, it was, it was delicious. And d- demonic. <laughs> demonic delicious. actions. And <laughs> I just feel that a lot of these things are just over, overhyped. Consumer is probably as healthy as kale is, right? Mm-hmm. But then just because it's kale and it's superfood, it becomes, it becomes a big thing. The thing is that also um, consumers and farmers have to pay the price of all these marketing uh, gimmicks, right? right? The prices go, go up. Go pushed up. Mm-hmm. It's just unnecessary. And for, for, so for example, avocados, four of Mexico's cartels are fighting over, um, over control of avocados. Oh my goodness. Yes. So what happens is that these cartels charge a um, monthly protection payment from various producers calculated by um, the hectare cultivated or kilogram exported. And then if you fail to make these payments, they either kidnap you or you get killed. That is ridiculous. That so it's is become terrible. a criminal thing. So it's not just cocaine. Now no, avocados is like... That's the thing. Oh and it, it's horrible. And it's all because these damn hippies, hipsters or whatever, want to have avocado-only restaurants yes, or whatever. Yes, exactly. So the de- demand for avocado is so insane that people are pressure pressure to keep up with the demands and then this is the kind of thing that happens and i can imagine it happens elsewhere there was some things yes of other things i remember seeing a documentary on goji berries there was something there was something another yeah superfood than acai berry or whatever exactly that as well you know just uh, it's it's crazy like I said, a lot of superfoods are just marketing hypes. Mm-hmm. You can eat these things. Nobody's saying that they don't have any nutritional value. But overhyping them is, is definitely not good for the environment. Definitely not good for your pockets. So just, just bring it down. A lot of the foods that we already consume can, are superfoods as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just eat that and occasionally eat the others. Also, some of these things are pretty pretty expensive you don't want to put a hole in your pocket at the expense of oh because it's super food i know just eat what you eat and i always say this eat what you want to in moderation don't overdo things it's not necessary eat what you want to eat and that's it so that's how I went from NSAIDs to superfoods and the whole thing. Yes, I just, that's I just great. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's really something, something to think about. It is, definitely. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so uh, my in the news is rather disturbing. Uh-oh. And um, it's out of Nigeria mm-hmm. where a priest caused a massive explosion which killed six people, um, including two children. Oh, so apparently he was doing a healing slash deliverance slash prayer ceremony or something Mm. and he doused one of the worshippers with what he thought was holy water but was actually petrol oh no so and there were candles lit in the place and then and it the candle caused a spark which set fire to him to the person he was doing his deliverance slash healing oh. on and the entire church as well. Terrible. And 
To make matters even worse, the church fire then spread to nearby oil pipelines, which then caught fire and caused an enormous explosion Explosion. in the area. So it turns out that the reason the oil pipelines exploded so easily is that they were already leaking due to having been vandalized by... Uh, you know, petrol thieves mm. who tap into the lines. Like they literally puncture holes into the, they dig it up, puncture holes in there and then siphon off the fuel mm. to sell. Mm. And so the, the pipes had, were already leaking and um, they had, and which, which is an ongoing, a serious problem in Nigeria. Um, mm. People sabotaging pipelines, either in protest, which is like, you know, in the Port Harcourt area, because mm. they're protesting the fact that, you know, the areas where, you know, oil is being produced and refined are ridiculously underdeveloped. The people yeah. in the area are poor and they feel like they're being exploited. So they intentionally damage the pipelines or they just basically steal the fuel to go and resell. Mm-hmm. So the, these, so this, this pipeline in particular happened to be leaking at the worst possible time. Oh, no. And then it caused a huge fire. And... Some reports said that the, the pipelines had been leaking into a nearby river. So, because I was wondering how it would be possible for um, a pastor to confuse water and petrol. petrol yeah. First of all, petrol has quite a pungent smell. smell. Yeah. Very pungent. Yeah. Hard to miss, as you know. Mm. Um, but then I'm thinking, okay, if they're in an area where they're used to smelling petrol because mm. of damaged pipelines... And assuming he went and fetched this holy water from the river, you're right, you're right. not realizing that it was, you know, filled with petrol or the water had been contaminated with petrol or something mm. like that. And, um, you know, that's how he ended up, you know, using this, this, uh, petrol on <clears throat> a, a worshiper thinking that it was holy water. But first of all, the whole situation is just, I don't even know where it's to so begin. Sad. It's so sad. It's so, such an unnecessary. I was going to say, it's so unnecessary. It didn't yes. have to be that way. It didn't so have to be that way. In the name of holy water. In the name of, yes. <sighs> so, of course, after the fact, that's when disaster relief people come in and start mm, talking lots and mm, lots and lots. Mm, and that's what we do best. That's, talk. yes. So <laughs> on and so forth. Always talk. And the people are still dead. People's property has still been destroyed. You know, things like that. Um, but then I it did remind me of a story that one of um, our studio boys had told me, Black mm. Mula, okay. about how he had kind of, at that, I think at that time, sort of teamed up with some type of charlatan evangelist mm. who would inject bottles of water with some kind of flamant, right? Mm. And then, so he'd have people gather around and he would perform miracles oh, that right. involved him setting fire on water. And of course, it's coming out of a sealed bottle. He's like, look, mm. I've, you know, this is just regular water. water yeah. Watch me work or whatever. So I was like, I'm, I'm hoping that it's not a similar situation where mm. this is one of those people just trying to do theatrics, <laughs> which is why he's expecting the, the water to have a strong smell because well, yeah. he put something in it. Um, I'm hoping, you know, that it's just that he took, got water from a contaminated source. But regardless, I don't know. We need to, I don't even know. Is there a moral to this story? No. <laughs> it's just a waste of life and a tragedy that could be avoided. Yeah, yeah, um, but I guess it's... Um, emblematic if is that's the word to use of 
the the layers of issues that are happening in some of the countries you know mm-hmm. one we have uh pastors or charismatic leaders doing the, the most, most mm. the absolute most for no reason we have mm-hmm. but the thing is they also do the most because they know what their congregation expects from anyway, them their congregation is expecting they want you to put on a show yeah so it's, they're giving it to them they're giving it to them. It's, it's a pity, really. We can't use our common sense. You need, you, you feel you need to have holy water for whatever reason. Yes. <laughs> or holy oil or holy sand or holy milo. Why? I Why? just read some holy milo. Ah, <laughs> some pastor went and bathed in some water and then I he saw had, the video and people were drinking oh, from there. Oh, there was there, a there's video. I just read it. I, I oh, God. It's so and disgusting. Then, yeah. And then my mom was like, what about if the guy had peed in the water? I see. well, then they're drinking his pee. And like fecal matter <sighs> for that, for that. And then when you get cholera, you say it's, it's, your, it's a witch. Yeah. Look, I just, yeah. I feel like we just need to do better. I think that's the only thing I can say. There's so many areas where we're just dropping the ball mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are just dying like chickens. Like, honestly, life has almost zero value. Like, people just die. Oh, this, we didn't have a bed. Oh, mm-hmm. we couldn't get mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was no water in the fire truck. So, yeah, so end mm-hmm. of story. Yeah, that's it. Is what you want us to do. You know? Your jobs, maybe. So anyway, I just don't let people just splash you with stuff for one thing. Maybe that's the immediate lesson to learn here. All these funny two by four pastors rubbing you with things and stuff. Maybe let's cut back on that, you know. Anyway, so that's the interview. No, that's that's unfortunate, really. Yeah. Thanks for that one. Okay, then we're on to songs of the week. I've got three songs for you today. The first one is Account Balance by the fucking boys. <laughs> I, I hope I can say that. I don't know. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's probably get demonetized, oh, but right. Right. okay. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. That's their name. That's their name. <laughs> um, so they co- this is the, is they comprise of One Love, the Kubolo, and Men's Hansa. Both have made music individually, and then they've come together mm-hmm. also to, to work some music. Um, I know they say a lot of things that we don't say or we don't or we can't say sometimes and they do they they do that boldly. pretty well you're mm-hmm. boldly without without apologies right I think they're both brilliant artists um, the first time I heard the song I actually saw the video as well and I thought, I thought it was pretty clever there's a nice beat to it it's pretty funny as well I think I thought it was a brilliant brilliant song so that is oh yeah, and the song is off the album Afrobeats LOL. So that's 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 account balance. And the second song that I have for you, is, which I think that's the la- the latest. That's album, the la- yes. I think yeah, that's the mm-hmm. that's the most recent. The second song that I have for you is from <clears throat> Duran Jones and the Indications. Hey. And <laughs> here she comes. <laughs> and the song is called Don't You Know. Now, Durant Jones and Indications are five friends who went to Indiana University in 2012. And they, their debut album apparently was recorded for $452 and a case of beer. <laughs> <laughs> so what you immediately hear from the entire album actually is sort of the soul. So if you're like me and you like the Temptations and the mm. Delphonics and the Stylistics and the Whispers and all those people, <laughs> then you will like Durant and Indications. The second thing that surprised me quite a bit was I was expecting an older black group mm. and they're made of, of I think, mostly Caucasian. I think there's one black guy or two black guys in there. And I was I was quite surprised. I didn't expect that. Should we that. have the appropriation discussion today <laughs> or some other time? I don't know. I was surprised. I know I I'm not in, I think music is not mm. one of the things we should mm. subject mm. to. Like, I feel like it can be mm. participation, mm. appreciation, right. and not 
exploitation, if right, you will. So right. I, I wasn't expecting that. Let white people make soul music. <laughs> if it's good, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, I assumed that it was it was a black group. It wasn't beautiful, beautiful music. Um, I didn't want to pick. I didn't want to pick a song, but because it's songs of the week, I had to. But I would say go listen to the album. The album is called American Love Call. So that's a beautiful one. The song is Don't You Know, Duran Jones and Indications. Okay. And the third song that I have for you is from Show Them Come. Yeah. And <laughs> the song is called Different Case featuring B.O.J. So I mentioned Show Them Camp in a um, previous episode as them being part of the collective. Mm -hmm. So they're a rap duo um, called Tech, called Wally Davis and Ghost Olumide Ayeni. Uh, they were born in Nigeria, but they lived abroad for a while and then now they're back to Lagos making music. Now, they sort of embrace palm wine music. And if you don't know, palm wine music um, originally is... Um, evolved from the crew people of Liberia and they use Portuguese guitars mixed with their own tunes and Trinidadian Calypso to sort of form what is now called Palmoine music and it was uh, mainly developed in the early 20th century. So just to interrupt, yes, if yes. for those in Ghana who are familiar with Ghanaian music styles, mm -hmm. um, I think one of the people who is most known for palm wine music would be Eja Konimo. Exactly, I have if that you, here. Oh, yes. sorry. No, no, no worries. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Yeah, so like I was saying, it developed mainly in the 20th century, mainly Anglophone West Africa. Like she said, Konimo is pretty known for that in Ghana, in Sierra Leone, Ebenezer, Calendar. So, yeah, so show them come, they sort of do this palm wine, or they, 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 um, their music is based heavily or influenced by palm wine music. The song is a beautiful one, like I said, features B.O.J. We've talked about B.O.J. Mm -hmm. here as well. He's got a very unique, unique voice. When you hear him, you know it's B.O.J. Exactly. So that's also a pretty, pretty good song. There were two songs I wanted to choose from. There was this one, and then there was one featuring Fumbi and Nonso Amadi. Mm, I was like, oh, we've talked about Fumbi so much. People are going to get tired of me. So let me choose this one. This is okay. Let's go with different case. Um, so that was that. So I've got three, like I said, three songs for you. Account, Balance, Fucking Voice, Jiran Jones and indica Indications, Don't You Know, and then Show Them Camp, Different Case. Wonderful. <laughs> Okay, so I obviously also have three songs, and because it's New Year's, it's still we're still kind of in the party mode. I decided to pick three songs that I would typically play when I'm trying to vim myself up, right. ginger myself up, mm -hmm. maybe when I'm putting my makeup on, ready to go out. <laughs> yeah. And so these are three like very upbeat songs. Um, so the first one is by a group called LSD and it's called No New Friends. Right. Now, LSD is a super group that was formed in 2018, and each of the initials in the group name uh, references one of the group members. So uh, the L in there refers to uh, Labyrinth, who is a British uh, songwriter, rapper, producer, who I've talked about on yeah. here, featured a couple of his songs. Yes. I'm absolutely obsessed with him. <laughs> I think he's a genius. So he's the L in the name. The S in the name refers to Sia, who I feel like does not need to be introduced. No. Most of your favorite pop songs she either wrote or sang herself, <laughs> you know. And the D is Diplo. So Diplo is obviously known mostly for his work with MIA and also Major Lazer, who 
are here now. They'll probably be gone by the time this comes mm-hmm. out, but they're actually in Ghana. They had a show yeah. um, a few days ago. So, yeah. Uh, so LSD, so they formed in 2018 and they released their first collaboration album um, in 2019 and it's called Labyrinth Sia and Diplo Present LSD and uh, this is one of the singles off the album. The whole album really is, is just joyous. Oh, right. It's just upbeat, pleasant, joyous, it, it makes you happy and this is one of the songs I really love off of there. So check that out, LSD, No New Friends. The second song here I have is by Joey B, and it features both Sakodier and Kwesi Arthur, and it's called La Familia. Now, again, this is, I don't feel like I need to to talk too much about (laughs) anybody featured here. Joey, you know, Sakodier, no no introductions needed. Kwesi Arthur as well. uh, Yes. Um, and why I picked it, one is the beat is so fire, it's by Ultra Nova, hey Nova, <laughs> and um, two out of the three artists on here are from Tema, so TM in the building, and uh, yeah, it, to me it represents like the essence of contemporary Ghanaian hip hop, right, and I really love that about it. Um, I've always been a fan of Joey B. He came out in 2013. I think the first song of his that I remember is Strawberry Ginger. Okay. And I was like, okay, that's cute. That's funny or whatever it is. <laughs> but then he also released a song called Cigarette. And I was like, huh, okay. There's more. There's, there's artistry <laughs> here. There's artistry here. And I've followed him ever since. And this is just really a nice turn up, you know, a little turn up song. Got some mm-hmm. trap elements in it. And it's really bomb. So that's my second song. La Familia by Joey B featuring Sakodi and Chrissy Arthur. And the last song I have for you is a song that has basically taken over, at least on the African continent, it's gone viral, and it's by Big Trill, and it's called Party After Party, or Pate After Party. Ah, that's why, that's where that's from, eh? Yes, so Big Trill is actually a Ugandan artist, and he's a rapper, producer, and his name is Roland Kaiza and he's 20 29 years old and this has actually been his breakout single even though he's been kind of kicking about in the industry for a while um, this this has been the major song that he's done the one he's most known for and it came out uh, I think September something like that and he performed it at uh, the Nyege Nyege festival which is like a major one of the major African music festivals who happened to take place in Uganda and the song took off from there and it's like you know I'm sure you've heard it a lot this season and so yeah that's my third song so my three songs are No New Friends by LSD, La Familia by Joey B featuring Chrissy Arthur and Sarkozy, and Pate After Pate by Big Trill. <laughs> nice one. Beautiful. Okay. Okay. And with that, moving straight on to what the F. So imagine you go spend your birthday with your friend and at the end of the day or the end of the night, you end up in a hospital. Oh. Now this is what happened to a woman who was celebrating her birthday. She never expected that this would happen, but it did. So she was having a drink with a friend and she saw a a waiter do something fancy by somebody's table and was kind of like, yeah, she also wants that. Mm. So the waiter came to their table, poured something in her drink. She saw the vapor and all that. And then she started to feel very, very ill. Mm -mm. So the waiter had added liquid nitrogen to their water. Now, liquid nitrogen is not to be played with, and it's generally used for removal of warts or coolants in computers. 
uh, has a boiling point of minus 196 degrees Celsius. Now recently, liquid nitrogen has been used in the food industry as well for quickly freezing food or drinks. Mm. Um, and you've probably seen it in so if you like watching cooking shows you've seen some of the you know the fancy gimmicky thing you see the smoke <laughs> and all that yeah um, but uh, liquid nitrogen is not as harmless as you may think it's tasteless odorless and colorless so if you're in a confined area without aeration it can cause asphyxiation for food especially it's important that the liquid evaporates before you ingest it mm. and for this woman this is exactly what did not happen she had a sip and then went straight into the emergency room, had to have her gallbladder removed. Oh my and God. Had, yeah. And had, and had her stomach lining removed as oh well. Oh my goodness. Her stomach was frozen and the dead tissue had to be scraped off. Oh God. So initially when they took her in, they thought it was just her stomach. And then they later realized that it was her gallbladder as well. It was just kaput. Too late, too late. So she, of course, has filed a lawsuit against the restaurant for, I think, more than 15,000 in damages. But again, this just shows a lot of these things are just gimmicky. They don't really They're not add. Necessary. They're not necessary. Like, they don't add anything doing to the your most life. Doing again, like for no reason. <laughs> you know? And I think you think that the waiter who is doing this has been, I mean, he, you, you put your, basically put your life in his hands because exactly. you'd assume that he Playing knows Playing around with liquid nitrogen like he's, he's a, you know, does chemistry or something. <laughs> you'd assume he knows what he's doing, but he probably doesn't. He's just doing what he's seen somebody else do. <laughs> and now you've got to have your gallbladder removed and, and, your, and stomach your stomach lining. I would be suing for much more than 15000 <laughs> I tell you what. Anyway, it's, it's, she could have died. You? She could have died. I mean, if her esophagus had gotten, yes, she could have died, right? Yes, you absolutely. It's 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 terrible, and that's my what the f. It's really give me or gimmicks that don't are not necessary. And just, drinking just funny things. A lot of us like to do that. Mm. So you know who you are. Some concoction. <laughs> well, you don't know what it is. You're like, I'll drink. You drink it, it yeah. Or mm. something. Yeah, because it's got some herbs and it. oh, it's healthy. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> let me drink it. You know, stop it. It's not necessary. Drink your water and go. Thank you. <laughs> so that's, that's what my that's my what the f. <laughs> That's good, a good one. Okay, so my what the F is thankfully quite lighthearted. Nice. Um, I realize that since we've started all our what the Fs have been heavy, yeah, yeah, but it's been so depressing. <laughs> and so this one is much more lighthearted. And ironically, it involved me looking up nitrogen as well. Look at that. So let me get to it. So we're back again in Uganda, where a gentleman by the name of Joe Mrawirama something like that says that he is getting millions from two chemical companies to allow to allow them to study him and so you're like hmm, why do you, why you ask why why would a pharmaceutical chemical company pay a man millions of dollars to subject him to tests well according to joe he is famous that for having farts that are so effective and deadly that they can kill mosquitoes, mosquitoes I saw that. or any small flying insects within a six meter oh radius. Oh my goodness. So again, according to Joe, even as a small child, he became, <laughs> shall we say, infamous for his unique abilities <laughs> to the extent that the local chief would make him come and live in his home during every sort of rainy season slash malaria season. <laughs> and according to Joe, nobody that ever lives around him gets sick. Oh my God. Um, and so, you know, now, so, <laughs> 
after I finished laughing my ass off, the next thing I did was think to myself, okay, what are the chemical constitu- what is the chemical constitution of human farts? And it turns out it's mostly nitrogen. Um, it's got some carbon dioxide in there and a little bit of methane, unlike cows, which are mostly methane. So uh, again, nitrogen is inert. It's an inert gas. It is again odorless, whatever, whatever. Um, however, that is its, I guess, deceptive effect mm, that mm. you can die from nitrogen poisoning or whatever without n- ever knowing right. because it will simply replace the oxygen in your lungs anyway. Mm. So nitrogen can't kill in- insects <laughs> for one thing. <laughs> and so I was like, hmm. And the second thing that made me somewhat suspicious of this story is that he said he was getting millions i'm like in what currency sir (laughs) definitely not dollars and even if it's something equivalent to the value of a cd who is really going to give you anything more than some 1000 so i was like this story is probably fake even though it did appear on quite a few Mm, news outlets but yeah i was like it's too funny to resist sharing with all (laughs) y'all and hey it might turn out that we do have i mean Here's the thing, though. If we do have mutants, I'm thinking X-Men. Okay, why can't it be invisibility? Your superpower is ability to kill insects with flatulence. Well, sure, I guess. They're not putting you in the X-Men with that talent, but okay. Anyway, so that's my little what the Yeah, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. All right. So then we're on to two pesos. My two pesos today is nothing heavy. It's just on travel and sea. So I like discovering new places. I, it's, I, it's just really, it's the change of environment. It's, 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 it's nice, right? And the, one of the things that I do when I go to a new place is either look out for the kind of food they have or the architecture. Those are the two things that really fascinate me. Um, I was in Takradi earlier this year in January. Um, no, last sorry, last year, January. We're in 2020 now. And I've always wanted to go, not for any particular reason, mm-hmm. but just because I really haven't seen a lot of Ghana. I want to see places. I was in Takradi. I went there. I don't know what I was expecting. Maybe I was expecting more. But it was still a really nice experience, mm-hmm. right? Just away from Accra, crowded, yeah. you know, really nice. The thing, the thing you realize is that when you go, before you go somewhere, you have a perception of a place, like mm. how it's going to be like, and then you get there and you're sort of like, hmm, actually it's not how I thought it would be, but it's still, it's, still it's nice. fine. Right. Right. So, so that's that. Stafradi, a nice little town. You should go visit. Then in February of last year, March, I was in Vegas and... Eddie is balling, y'all. I'm not, I'm not. I just, <laughs> I just have good friends. <laughs> and... Again, I had this perception of Vegas, you know, all this flashy lights mm-hmm. and everything. So on my way to the museum, I was shocked to find that there were homeless people in Vegas. Mm-hmm. For, I don't know why I was shocked because homeless people are everywhere. literally everywhere, right? But I wasn't expecting that. And then I was asking the, the lady in the Uber, that there are homeless people in Vegas? She was like, yeah, this is, this is nothing new. They've been there for a while. Nobody really takes care of them. And then I was saying that, well, it's so cold. Hmm. And it was funny because over in, in over, I think, 20 years or something, it hadn't snowed in Vegas. And at that time, it was snowing. And she said, yeah, this is what they do. They live in their tents. They have, they have to live there. That's what it is. Hmm. Again, you have these perceptions of casinos and mm-hmm. glitz and flashing. And then you go see them. And you're like, 
well it's, kind it's really of like depressing. yeah <laughs> and it's like in every other place they just it's just like seeing the nice sides of somewhere and they're not thinking that there are other sides to it right crazy um and then at some point i was in la as well and there i was all i remember is the food <laughs> if you're in downtown LA, please go to Dying Little Sister. Their food is amazing. I just can't stop thinking about the food. It's called Dying Little Sister. No, Dying Little Sister. Dying. Okay, sister, I was like, yeah. what kind of edgy? <laughs> <laughs> I know. And it's, I guess it's sort of like Vietnamese fusion. Ooh, oh, it's oh, amazing. God. Amazing. 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 And the one thing that I do when I come back from my travels, wherever it is, I go to TripAdvice and I add reviews. It's one of the things I like to do. I know it may be a bit weird, but I like to I do, do that. I do. I will. TripAdvisor, the hell are you? Especially if it's not good. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes you go somewhere, you want to know, you want to get an idea of how the place is like. Someone might have had just one bad experience and it's supposed that for you. But then seeing other people's experiences and then that being mostly positive, you're mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe this is places. Maybe worth I have going to try, to, you know. Yes, yes. And like I said, we have misconceptions about places, but more often than not, we're pleasantly surprised by the people we meet, by the things we see, right? So all I'm saying is my, my two pencils is make time to go visit new places. If you're in Ghana and uh, maybe you don't have money to go abroad, it's, 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 it's enough to tour Ghana. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Ho, I've never been to Tamale. These are things I want yeah. to do. I mean, getting a visa can be such a hassle for many people. So not necessarily as go spend so many thousands of CDs to get a visa and then go out of the country. You can do it within your country. You Absolutely. can save up. You can go to the next town, just explore. And I tell you that you'll come back feeling so refreshed. It's such, it's such, it makes such a difference. It does. The scenery just, it just gives you peace of mind. You come back refreshed, you know. Take some time out to travel and see the world. Lovely. Lovely. So, yeah, so that's what I want to say. <laughs> All right. So my two passwords is actually going to somewhat tie into what Eddie has said. Oh, and I know. <laughs> and uh, so my two passwords this week are on or is on New Year's resolution hacks. Ooh. So obviously, you know, because we're in a new year and there are certain things that, you know, kind of become new year traditions for some people is going to church Mm -hmm. and counting down in church Mm -hmm. others it's fireworks for some people it's champagne and one of the things that has become a bit of a tradition every new year is people make new year's resolutions right however for a lot of us myself included by the time Easter rolls round, <laughs> you don't even know where the paper on which you wrote the resolutions are, much less are, you know, be following them to the T still. Mm. So what I have for you today is some hacks for New Year's resolutions, some workarounds, mm-hmm. some ways to make it so that you'll be more likely to see these resolutions through. Oh, so I'm going to give you five hacks for your new year resolution nice. <laughs> so number one instead of specificity go for a theme hmm. so instead of saying something like i'm going to read 500 books in a year you can build your resolutions thematically so you can pick a different theme and say okay f- for each quarter or you can pick a theme that runs for the month or something like that, and you make them general themes. So you can have a theme of creativity for the month of January, mm-hmm. nature for February, health, 
connections, you can make travel mm-hmm. one of the themes, and then you focus all your extra time and all your extracurricular activities mm-hmm. to the fulfillment of that particular theme. I like that. So, yes, yeah, so instead of giving yourself the pressure of saying, go to Tamale by X date mm. or something. You can say, you know, have a travel theme right. and you, you know, work, you make it a bit more specific, which we'll go into a bit later, just in the next ones here. And then you're more likely to see that through and not feel pressured or mm. not feel like, mm. oh, your whole list has gone to waste yeah, now because yeah, you couldn't yeah, make yeah. it to Tamale. Right. Um, when you, there are other things you could have done instead. Mm-hmm. So that's one, develop a theme for your resolutions. And two, another important one is have micro goals or micro resolutions. So again, instead of having vague or year long resolutions that are much easier to like fall off from, you can have micro goals. So assuming, let's say you made health a theme, um, like from the first part, what you can do is, is start out by saying, you know, people will just write, a lot of people just write, lose weight. Mm. That is vague. It doesn't give you any specific, uh, you know, actionable items. Right. And so you're there and you're like, oh gosh, I said, I, at the end of the year, like, God, I said I was going to lose weight. Mm. And here I am, mm. fat as ever, stuffing my face with, you know, uh, fruitcake because it's <laughs> Christmas or whatever. So if you have, for example, health as a theme or losing weight as a theme, you can make micro challenges for yourself. Like, like let's say I'm going to do one week of no sugar right. or let's say, you, you, you know, you've been telling yourself you want to eat healthier. You can do you can say you're going to do a vegetarian challenge mm. and make it doable. If you say you're going to go vegetarian the entire year, you're probably going to fall oh, off yeah, and then you're going to be discouraged mm. and then you're and more likely to just throw this list exactly, away. Exactly. So start small, make micro goals and resolutions and you'll be more likely to achieve them, which will encourage you to continue going down your list of resolutions. Mm-hmm. So that's number two. Number three hack for new year's resolutions is create a mantra. So it's again, similar to like have a theme. This is create a mantra. Instead of writing, save more on your list of new year's resolutions or spend less, Mm. something like that. What you can do instead is create a mantra to say back to yourself when the opportunity comes and you're in a situation where you're tempted to spend more or whatever. And you can say something like, if you have two of the thing, you don't need a third, something mm, like that. Mm. And for me, that would apply to like shoes and clothes. <laughs> How many black dresses does one possibly need? need? For now, it's infinite, but like it literally <laughs> could be two or three. Mm. Or you just keep reminding yourself to buy only what you need. And you'll right. find we don't, most of our purchases are wants and not needs, needs. at all. Mm. And so you can so you create a mantra for yourself that will carry you throughout the whole year. And that applies to the thing that you want to focus on by right. f- improving, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So number four, create a bucket list. Mm. Now, for again, for this, you, you would have, you know, people will write, I want to have more me time or practice more self-care, something very general as you're on your new year's mm-hmm. resolution list. Mm-hmm. What you can do instead is write a bucket list of all the things that you consider to be self-care. 
right? So it's maybe travel mm. is one. So you would say you make a list of places you would like to visit. Yeah. For some people, just getting more sleep is self-care. Yeah. Or you write, you know, pamper yourself, go to the spa, something mm. like that. And a good thing to do would be to combine large and small things on there again. Right. So you're motivated. So let's say, fine, you wanted to save up to go to Tamale or something. Mm. You didn't get the time. Mm. What else is on your bucket list? Take a Saturday afternoon nap. Mm. A lot of people, that's a huge luxury they, yeah, for them. They don't have, yeah, but it's self-care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that one instead. So you're still crossing things off the list. True. If it's a day at the spa, you can take a couple of hours, go get your nails done. So you get to cross that mm. off the list. And that's an achievement. Exactly. So it makes it's you feel good. So you're yeah. like, oh, right, I'm working. I'm something. doing something. Yeah. I'm working yeah. down this yeah. list. So that's another tip. Make a bucket list instead of just making a general statement. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the last one is pick one thing to track. So again, it ties into the other points. Def defining your goal, depending on what it is, you pick something about that goal that will allow you to measure and track it. And in doing so, you focus a lot more on it. You're more aware of what you're doing in regarding that thing. And you're more likely to achieve that mm. goal come the end of the year. So for example, if your one of your themes or your health theme or your goal is weight loss, because a lot of people, it tends to pop up a lot, mm. right? You can start a food log. And I've done actually done this before. It wasn't necessarily for weight loss, mm. but it was to see how many, like, I, I guess I was calorie counting at okay. the time. And you're, sometimes you're not really aware of, you know, how much or how little or how you eat, when yeah. you eat, things like that. You just... So when you, when you write it out, you're actually more aware of any time you eat, you'll be more aware of mm. what you're eating, how much of it you're eating, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, so, or you can keep a weight journal if you're really going the whole nine yards and doing right. the scale and you keep a journal. Or for example, if one of your goals is to sleep more and that's a huge problem, people just don't get enough sleep. Yeah. Keep a, a sleep journal so you know when you slept, what times you go to bed, what times you wake up, mm -hmm. if you take naps, and then you can see how much sleep am I actually getting. I definitely need more. Okay, make it a priority. So once you're conscious of it in your writing, keeping track of things, you become more aware right. and you're more likely to pay attention and see these things through. Right. So those are, again, just five tips for hacking your New Year's resolutions and it. making them more likely to be achievable. Come So come December 2020, <laughs> we're not like, God, so the year is finished. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't do go anything. here. I didn't do this. I'm still fat. Can't fit into the dress. Um, all that. I still overspent now my mm. Christmas money, mata, all mm. of that. So let's let's kick ass this year. I, I don't know. It. 2020, I like that number. It's Me nice too. and round and it's an even number. I get, I have a bit of OCD, so I don't like odd numbers. It's just a aesthetically beautiful number, 2020. So yeah. let's make it, let's make it happen this year. Um, and yeah, I guess we'll see you next week as well. Yeah, we will. All right, bye, so that's bye. it. All right, bye. If you enjoyed the episode and you're listening to us on any of our platforms, please give us a thumbs up. Remember to subscribe and we'd also love for you to share this episode with your friends. Let's continue the conversation. We'd like to hear your feedback. Information on how to reach us on our website can be found in the description.